What if having very little and living paycheck to paycheck was actually a blessing? And what if having more than you could ever need was really dangerous? Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. If you think of every miracle that you've read about in the Bible, there's always a common thread. There was a great need. And it was through that desperate need that we witness the supreme power of God to change everything. So often, we want the miracle, but we don't want the desperation and need that comes before it. Just like some of us want the blessing of God without having to fully submit to Him and His will for our lives. We don't often think of dependence as a blessing, but it's those times that unite us with God. When we need him to move in our lives, it's not optional. It's not a want. It's a flat out, God, I desperately need your presence and blessing in my life or things will end in disaster unless you save the day. We experience incredible spiritual growth and building of faith when we're relying on God to provide. In faith, we acknowledge that God has everything we need. He doesn't lack anything. There is nothing that he can't do. But because we're human, we desire our own security, our own resources to pull from. And there's nothing wrong with making good choices in life to ensure that you can take care of yourself and others. But God warns us that the pursuit of more and more is a dangerous path. The wisdom was shared with Moses who used his final moments on earth to try and prepare the nation of Israel as they were about to enter the promised land. This is recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Moses says, Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna of food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. That is such an amazing miracle. The need was present. The people were desperately hungry, and then God responded with bread from heaven. But it wasn't the manna that sustained them. It was God the Father. God told them, collect it daily. Don't try to save some for tomorrow. And the few that did try anyway found that it spoiled. And there was no need to try and hoard it. God was willing to provide it. Each day, God would speak this miracle over them. And it was the word of the Lord that fed them, that kept them alive, that blessed them with everything they needed. It was this miraculous exchange. The requirement for that miracle was seek God daily, and daily he'll provide everything that they needed. It's why Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And it's why Christ told Satan, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Some of you may feel like God has abandoned you because your life is filled with so many needs, but it couldn't be further from the truth. You are uniquely positioned to see the miraculous work of God in your life. Jesus desires to connect with you and provide for you. We're not meant 
to hoard everything and depend upon ourselves. We're called to come to God daily. He is our source. He is our provider. And anything that causes us to forget that is the work of the enemy. The absolute goodness of God is that when we seek him daily, each day he provides. Not so that we can become self-sufficient, but so that we can come to him again. The blessing is found in our need and dependence upon God. It's why Jesus said, if we want to enter the kingdom of heaven, we need to have childlike faith, a dependence and belief that God the Father will always be there to provide all of our needs. And it was that dependence, that daily need, that miraculous exchange that kept the nation of Israel close to God. But now they were preparing to enter the promised land. And although they would be extravagantly blessed, there was a danger that would come with it. Moses did his best to prepare them. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. When you have eaten your fill, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. But that is the time to be careful. Beware that in your plenty you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. The challenge for every Christian is to keep our eyes continuously on Jesus, to remember all the miraculous works that he has done in our lives, to daily understand that every good thing that we enjoy is a gift directly from God. Pride is the root of our forgetfulness. It takes our trust away from God and places it upon ourselves. So much so that soon we forget what Christ has done for us. We forget the million blessings he's poured out upon us. And instead of offering Jesus our worship, gratitude, and praise, we're consumed with what we have or don't have. We have to stop looking at daily dependence as failure. It's what we're meant to strive for, whether we have a whole lot or very little. Whether we recognize it or not, we desperately need our Savior daily. We need his wisdom. We need his renewal. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, and we need his hand upon us to guide us and direct us. There is no such thing as a self-sufficient Christian. It just doesn't exist. We are meant to come before God the Father daily. Jesus himself told us to pray like this. We need to really examine our lives and our prayers and ask the tough questions. Is what I am praying for to bring me closer to Jesus, or is it to divorce myself from needing God on a daily basis? What if we gained everything we prayed for, but we forgot God in the process? Which do you really desire more? If you can ask these tough questions and really give yourself the time and space to process them, it may reveal some things about yourself that you've never even considered before. Do we love God for who he is, or do we only love him for what he can do for us? If you are going through a difficult time right now, know you're not alone. 
So many others are facing tough seasons as well. But I also want you to know God can use that process that you're in to draw you closer, teach you obedience, and structure your heart, soul, and mind to be able to receive and use his blessing in a way that truly benefits you and others, that allows you to remember God in the good times and the bad, and still rely on him and seek him daily. Moses was relaying this idea to God's people as well. He told them the time in the desert wasn't for nothing. God was preparing you for the promised land. The wilderness was a test to ensure their obedience. It was meant to discipline them so they could receive the blessing. Moses says he did this to humble you and test you for your own good. He did all of this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. It's why if people win the lottery and receive more money than they could ever imagine, it doesn't fix all their problems. One study in Florida showed that 70% of winners spent all of their money within five years. Another study reported that winning millions only postponed financial problems and that one-third of winners actually go bankrupt. The lie we too often believe is that if I just had that, everything would be okay. But if your heart, mind, and soul aren't ready for the blessing, even millions won't make the difference. As Jesus said, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? So while you may not have much and you're going through a rough time, you still have reason to rejoice. Because this can be the time where you draw closer to God. Allow Him to be your daily provider and embrace the process for Jesus to prepare you, your heart, your soul, and your mind. For it is in our great need that Christ does the miraculous. It's in our weakness that God's strength is perfected. Because just as Moses told God's people about the path to blessing, he also warned them about the road to destruction. But I assure you of this. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed. It's possible to be destroyed by wealth and pride. It's also possible to be blessed with need and desperation especially when it draws you closer to Jesus, when it connects you to God the Father and restructures your life to be truly blessed by the presence of Christ. My prayer is that if you're struggling, know that God is not delayed in answering your prayer. He is answering it right now. Use this time to press into God and allow him to speak over you new life. Let's come before God with joy and praise that we have a heavenly Father that loves us and provides all that we need. And may we all choose to live and be sustained daily by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I want to encourage you to read Deuteronomy chapter 8 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have free resources for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast.
I want to encourage you to seek God daily through prayer, the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.